Hello, welcome to Overburden, the podcast for postal workers. I'm Kevin Hitchings. And I'm Brandi Hughes. And today we're going to talk about incentive programs. Yeah, recently the corporation started one on this new safe driving recognition program. Um, National put out a bulletin uh, stating they were not too happy with the program. I think neither are we. Right. Incentive programs can be anything. Contests on the floor they have um, when they bring in donuts and junk like that. Pizza. They had pizza at our depot today when we weren't there. They what? They had pizza at our depot today. We weren't there. I knew it was coming. I didn't know when because I really didn't care. I don't care either. Anyway. I think it's today. Whatever. Maybe it's next Wednesday. I don't know. Either, either way, way. I don't want pizza. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't eat pizza, so meh. <laughs> There's lots of reasons the union doesn't approve of these programs. Um, I know a lot of people like to boycott them, or at least say they do. Um, sometimes it's hard. I know uh, I was in the depot one time with a former president who was complaining they brought in donuts and was giving them huge crap for bringing in donuts and then realized they were from Dark Sun Donuts in town here and game over, uh, had to go get a donut. <laughs> they're the gourmet donut shop yeah. in town. And I, uh, it's, it's hard to, to criticize someone for that if you ever had a Dark Side Donut. I have never because they don't have gluten-free ones, the buggers. So if you're listening, Dark Side Donuts people, get on it. <laughs> I'm sure they're avid listeners. Anyway, if you're in Saskatoon, stop by. It's worth it. Unless you're gluten-free. Unless you're gluten-free. So we're going to talk about incentive programs in general, but uh, we'll go over the one they put out most recently at the national level, I think. I yeah, I think everyone's run into something like this. I mean, there's been times they've given out gift cards for Walmart or Tim Hortons or whatever. And then, um, like you said, the food in the depot and, yeah. Sometimes they give it out to specific groups, too. I know uh, they've done things just for Letticares in our depots and the RSMCs are sitting there going, well, what about us, kind of thing. Um, I've seen them a few times give stuff just to the LJOSH member, the, the local joint health and safety members for all their good work, which is really bad because it just makes it look like you're, you know, a little close with management if they're bringing in presents for you. Totally. So uh, they did that to me and Bran once. Uh, we took them and... Donated them to... Took our prizes and donated them to charity. Yeah, community Living? Or Diabetes Society. Diabetes Society. 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 Right. Yeah, because they um, would pick up. <laughs> same thing, they've given us gift cards before. And I'll accept them, but I'll let people know that I'm giving them to the Summer Snack Program, something the Saskatoon District Labor Council does here. We feed kids in the park. Yeah. Um, I'm the treasurer there, so... At least they can use it to buy sandwich supplies for the kids. But I know the last... they At one point last winter, they handed me a gift card for Tim Hortons, I think it was, um, for good attendance or some crap like that I think it was and I was gonna say no and then I I was actually not delivering my route that day they had brought a term in to do my route and I thought you know what give it give it to him so I took it from the supervisor and handed it to this term and he was like thanks and I was like there you go because I don't need it but maybe you can use it you know the thing is if they can afford to give us these prizes um which they say is for appreciation and stuff I think it's $100 a month the supervisors get. Um, I don't know if that's dependent know. on the size of the depot or what, but I've been told they get $100 a month each. So in our depot, supposedly, we have four supervisors all the time. We should be getting $400 worth of, worth of incentives every month. Um, we definitely don't. So how much do they appreciate us when they have the money sitting there and can't even bother to spend it, for one thing? 
And if they were going to spend it on rewarding people for being safe, why wouldn't they buy preventative things? To keep us safe in the first place. Right? Like, I mean, we're all buying our own boots and gloves. Why don't they buy a mess of gloves? And be like, hey, here's some gloves. We had one person in our depot who didn't want to wear a yellow vest because it attracts wasps. And wasps could literally kill him in seconds. He is very allergic, yes. And we fought for months for them to get him an orange vest. They could have easily spent some of that money on just maybe caring that he was going to (laughs) die. You know, or could die. Oh, they could have bought him an EpiPen. They could have bought him a whole bunch of EpiPens. Or... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's hard to say this is because they care. And if they did care, they could also just maybe take that $400 a month and give it to us. You know, I could use a slate. It wouldn't be much of a raise when you spread it out among the depot. But still. Well, they could put it in a fund so that when we request things uh, on the Housing Safety Committee and they go, oh, that's too expensive. Yeah. Well, if you've got $8,000 sitting in this fund. They've been fighting us for months money. on $30 humidifiers. I know. You know, they spent actually hundreds of dollars, I don't know how much it cost them, on, to do an environmental study of the depot just to avoid buying us $30 humidifiers. Yep. They're actually spending more money, so it shows how they care. I do appreciate getting that um, analysis done, though, because I, I was kind of worried about the air quality in the depot. Yeah. It's an old building. So, anyway, the point is, there's lots of ways they could spend this money uh, rather than just donuts. <laughs> yeah. Which, which really, how, how does that actually benefit any of us? Like, a donut is not a health food. No. And <laughs> it's not going to fill you up. It doesn't provide any nutritional value. They've been definitely <laughs> better at it, but in the past, too, they would consistently bring in things that four or five people on the floor could not eat anyway. And they wouldn't check with them. Just to show they didn't care. They yeah. did occasionally um, do it right when I complained. Like, I know... There was one time they brought in sandwiches and they did ask the vegetarian on our work floor what they would like instead. And they went out and got a special thing for them. They're much better about it now because of you mostly. Um, And they'll bring in in gluten-free, dairy-free, hala. Hala? Halal. Halal. Thank you. Sorry. Um, Things like that if they need to. But the point is, again, they could be spending this money to actually benefit us rather than just giving us a token and hoping we'll run away happy mm-hmm. and the other thing is it's not free no it's not free because we get charged income tax on it as a benefit yeah when you see that little box on the bottom of your form that says taxable benefits yeah. um, part of that is all these incentives that you get so if they buy you donuts you're getting taxed so probably paying for 30 percent of those donuts i've always kind of thought of you know eating one third of my sandwich and putting it back you know, one third of the donut to putting it back or whatever like that. I'll eat the part I paid for. I kind of take offense that those of us who abstain don't still still get that on our income tax. That's you right. Know? Like it's still on your form and you're like, I haven't eaten a single donut all year. Well, especially when they bring in something you can't have. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't eat it anyway. But uh, even if it was something I could have. But because, you know, we, we always like to joke, uh, oh, those are blood donuts or... Um, blood pizza because it's our blood, sweat, and tears that earned them, right? Blood can be tasty. <laughs> are you a tick? <laughs> Vampire. Okay. <laughs> Which I guess ticks are, in a way. Ugh. Anyway, so the latest big national one they put out uh, is for safe driving recognition. And this is just 
by the bulletin we've seen from National, like the perfect example of all the things they could just do wrong. Well, I think the big objection to it, there's a number of objections, but the big objection to it is it gives them an excuse to watch you, you know, to come out and inspect what you're doing and watch you driving. And like our contracts say that they can't use um, surveillance technology to watch you, but so all of these inspections have to be done in person. But how much do you want your supervisor driving around finding you and going, are you wearing your seatbelt? How fast are you going? Like, excuse me, officer, am I getting a ticket or what? And you know, supervisors already complain they don't have time to help you with anything and they don't have time to even take care of health and safety. So why do they have time to sit there and watch you drive? Watch you drive. <laughs> exactly. You know? like they, they do the odd spot check anyway, but this, this whole program just kind of takes it to a new level. Also, the program is for people operating CPC motor vehicles. So we're excluding the RSMCs again. Right. Because they don't drive corporate vehicles. We're you're, excluding everyone who doesn't drive. You're excluding so all the plant workers. Plant workers. Are most of our depot. Well, maybe you can get, it doesn't say, but I wonder if you could get one for safely driving a forklift. I was, <laughs> Considering I how much trouble not. they've had with the new, what are they called, LR7s? in yeah. the plant area that go real fast and yeah, don't work so great. bump into things. Yeah. Uh, they should. Uh, I kind of doubt that's included. It doesn't, doesn't specifically say. But yeah, so again, they're dividing the work for, giving prizes or attention to some people, not others. And again, it could be good attention or bad attention because they're going to be out there watching you and probably nitpicking you. Right. And this is probably just as much an excuse to go out there and discipline people as as it is to reward people. They're going to go out there and say, oh, we accidentally saw this while we were looking for looking to see how good you were. I don't know how they're going to determine how fast you're going. It says driving the speed limit. And I'm like, so are they going to be measuring how fast we're going? How else are they going to know? Maybe. Probably follow behind you. I don't know. <laughs> follow behind you and go exactly the same speed and assume that that's accurate? Yeah, but they're going to be monitoring people. And claiming it's for your benefit for this program, which... And that right there, we always oppose them monitoring us. Yeah. And then it says they will be... Com they will... And then it says, the corporation will then compile a database with the names of employees who have demonstrated safe driving behaviors. And these employees, based on the program's assessments, which it doesn't go into detail what the assess assessment is, will be rewarded with various recognitions and prizes. So... Is there a table? Is this standardized? Are they going to watch everybody? Or is this just a favoritism program? Probably. If you yell at them, do they stop watching you? Maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What happens if your finger comes up when they're observing you? <laughs> just an accident. So, so, yeah. Are they going to look at everybody evenly? Are they going to, what are the criteria they're using? Um, again, just arbitrary way to go out there and look for probably as things you're doing wrong as much as you're doing right. And, you know, with different levels of prizes and no definitions, this just sounds to me like another way to split the floor and divide things. Yeah, especially if you're going to do like some big announcement about who was wonderful and thereby imply that everyone else wasn't. Yeah. And, you know, just this may not necessarily be the intent. There may be somebody up high who thinks this is a great, good thing. But this is going to be the result, and this has happened, similar things have happened enough times that they should know by now. I don't think dividing the workers is really a negative from management's perspective. Oh, no, it's definitely not. I'm just saying whoever designed <laughs> this program might not have been their specific intent. But it's just a happy bonus. Yeah, you're going to have different 
supervisors monitoring people in whatever way that we don't know and then giving out a prize based on we don't know you know and it's not like they can go to the floor and say why somebody's getting something a little bit better because then you're criticizing the person who didn't right. so it's just it's gonna make people upset why did the, i drive great why did that person get a better prize mm. you know and again well yeah you're gonna have people saying i've never had an incident and here you gave this person a prize and they were in two accidents last year well yeah so, <laughs> although i don't know why they would know that but. maybe that two minutes you watched them drive is the only two minutes of safe driving they've done all year maybe who knows they well they probably knew you were watching right but yeah just uh, the opportunity for either favoritism or perceived favoritism is crazy in this program by the way, we have it laid out, which again, is just a bulletin. You know, National may have got more details than we have. Right. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by the concept of their, uh, they say there's three phases starting this month. Um, but they say it's going to culminate in a gala event to honor the best employees in November of this year. And I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see what Canada Post considers to be gala. Because, you know, thus far, all of their um, all of their things seriously fall short of the mark. <laughs> so I just can't imagine how dismal this event could be. <laughs> well, and they got from July to November to run three phases. So That's... less than five months. Yeah. And they're going to have a gala of the best. And it's interesting that they're looking at driving in the summer and then ending it before the serious winter driving starts. Well, like... Aren't we more concerned about driving in the winter when it's icy? Again, like, but that's the thing. How do you determine the best, though? Even if they go to monitor people five times for 10 minutes, there's going to be a lot of people that don't make anything of a driver error. So how are they going to pull out the best other than just picking who they want? And what is this gala? You know, gala event. Mm. I can't even imagine. I'm pretty sure, like... You and I can't win this because neither of us drive. Nope. But and even if by we, choice, I don't want to drive a badly maintained vehicle. My life is more important to me. Yeah, but even if even if we were drivers, if we were in a depot of sixty other people, and you and me had perfect driving records, and so did ten others, do you think they're going to take the local secretary and the local grievance officer <laughs> who are as their two prize people to show off? Heck no. Not likely. We're on the list. <laughs> Okay, we're on the bad people's, the naughty list. You know, and even if we weren't in that position, how would they, they choose? And I don't know. It's just like this whole thing, just unless you're going to have unlimited people at the gala, how are you going to differentiate people? And again, this is another level of prizes. The first time it says, you know, from a variety of prizes, and now you have this gala they're going to have to select people from. I find it interesting that they... Um they can have a gala event in November, but they haven't been able to have Christmas parties for the last number of years or seasonal festivities, you know, and not just because of COVID. They originally stopped doing them, at least in our local, because they said they couldn't afford it. Um, can yeah. I just say, when I said about the badly maintained vehicles, um, that's not to cut down on any of the mechanics working on them. I realize you guys are seriously overworked and they don't have enough of you to do the job. And it's not your fault that you have to maintain probably five times as many vehicles as a person should reasonably be expected to do. Okay. And we're driving <laughs> step vans that are heat boxes from the early 80s. And still don't have air conditioning. Still, You're lucky if they have a fan. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and these transits we got, it was a particularly bad year when we got them. But uh, 
they started giving people hassle for the front little bumper thing being missing. And within two weeks, I think we had only three vehicles out of 100 that still had them. You know, they're not exactly high quality machines. No, they were bare bones. They took everything out of them. Yeah, but they just got crushed. You can't even adjust the seats for it to be ergonomically, you know, comfortable. Everybody complains about how their hip hurts. Yeah, and these new ones, the XLs, they're... I, I literally can't drive one. It, they're awful. Yeah, they're painful. I have hit my head. And like, okay, you guys don't know how tall I am, but I'm five foot two and I have hit my head on the bulkhead. They're almost <laughs> designed to be awkward. Like every single piece in there is designed in the worst possible way. It's like they modified things specifically to be To make it uncomfortable. Inconvenient, yeah. Yeah, so it was like painful to drive. Yeah, they're ridiculous. <laughs> Going back to the start here, it says they will compile a database with names of employees who have demonstrated. Well, what else is in this database? And it says who have demonstrated. They're going to list up off all your, you know, faults as well as your your achievements or whatever they want to call them. And what are they going to do with this database when this contest is over? Mm. I don't want them starting another file that they're not going to call a file. Maybe instead of um, it'll be at risk drivers or something. Instead of at-risk employees. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll, have to, they'll have to interview. They'll have to follow along with you and shadow you while driving. Yeah, this is another thing sure. where they're going to claim it's for our benefit. But what do they get out of it? This file and an excuse to use this file. So they're going to have an excuse to start a file on you and an excuse to monitor you with... Which they're then going to discipline you with. They could. What, what would be to stop them? Yeah. Right. I mean, they have the information. Why wouldn't they use it? Yeah, and they're only allowed to have one file. They're not allowed to document disciplinary things, but this isn't a disciplinary thing. It's a contest thing, you know? So I, mm. I'm very suspicious as to what they're going to be doing with this. Well, I guess it's going to be wait and find out, right? I mean, all we can do is not participate. We can't stop them from attempting the... Well, we can't stop them from coming out and doing a random safety audit. No, we can't. You know, this, of course, wouldn't be random, but we can't stop them from doing a safety audit. But just the, this looks like an excuse to start a dat database more than anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people like prizes. Uh, I know we're talking to people on the floor and what they wanted for contract things and uh, contract demands. And we had one member actually say their number one demand was more donuts. And I'm like, no, let's put in something serious. And they're like, nope, donuts, I'm 100% serious. That's what I want. Donuts every week. That's my number one uh, job complaint. We don't have enough donuts. So some people... Like, if are, you got a raise, you could buy your own donuts or whatever else you wanted to eat. Yeah, every once in a while you can get a cheesecake instead. Yeah. <laughs> which is a far superior snack. <laughs> if you can eat dairy, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> so this program, along with any other incentive program they've done, uh, like you say, the union generally objects to it. Locally, we never like them. Uh, re I know regional here in the Prairie region definitely doesn't like them. Um, they tried to give a little gift bags to everybody with safety stuff in there that supposedly everyone in the city was going to get, but they never tried to give me one. Maybe they knew I wouldn't take oh, it. Oh, is you... that the alert, aware, awake thing or whatever? I think so, something like that. The the apple-shaped stress ball was pretty cute, but otherwise it was junk. They, gave, they already had toothpicks in there. It was ridiculous. Toothpicks and mints, yeah, it was silly. Well, are you saying we have bad teeth? Or... I'm just wondering what happened to them because <laughs> I know they were stacked up in the office at one point. And they talked about giving them out and they never did. Well, Maybe they tried and people said, screw you. I know some of the RSMCs and the, some got them. But anyway. Yeah, it was weird. So what it basically comes down to, though, is they're putting 
money and effort into things that uh, in this case they're not going to apply evenly, but usually they do apply evenly. But it's things that are taking resources away from things that could actually be useful. Things that could actually prevent injuries. Right. Or even save lives. You know, like they could spend more money on making our workplaces safer, on getting the supervisors out there to investigate the hazards we report, or to go and um, investigate uh, accidents right away rather than delaying for three to five days or whatever is going on in your local. I, we have, we are constantly trying to get them to obey Article 33 or for the RSMC's Article 24. At um, least it's costing them grievances. It is. It is definitely costing them in grievances, and I love that I started that uh, progressive discipline thing. Yeah, we've been upping the penalty every time. Every um, time they don't include our committees, uh, our union members of the committees on their investigations, we've been asking for a little bit more than last time. Um, and I find that it's it's getting to the point now where they're starting to feel ashamed and embarrassed about it. Because, they should be. Because they're like, yeah, we screwed up again. Okay, Another $50 over last time. <laughs> they could be using this money for not just not just health and safety things, but what about mental health? What about actually recognizing social stewards and giving them time, paid time, to, to help members with issues? That's one place where, in our depot, we actually did start that, and we had a lot of things planned out to kind of just before Improve peak season. mental health. Before yeah. peak season, deal with stress and stuff. And we were just getting geared to start when COVID hit and everything got shut down. Yeah, and we had all of these plans for things to get people thinking about it and talking about it and Group recognizing and that, you know, it's a, it's a stressful time, peak period for everyone. And that, you know, we have to support each other and be, be more understanding also because everyone is short at those times. Everyone is short on sleep and, and energy and just yeah. sanity. We were, we were gearing up for a bad peak season right before COVID. And then it just never ended. <laughs> yeah. So, but something like that would have been good if it had happened. That kind of thing they could great. be spending money on instead of bringing in donuts. Right. I'm sure somebody who looks at me will be shocked that I've ever objected to a donut. <laughs> I think the other the other objection that uh, National put forward is that. Um, these kind of reward programs, they make it seem like it's a game. And health and safety isn't a game. No. And really, like anyone who's been injured at work knows that it's just better to be safe and not have those injuries because some of us never never fully recover. You always have that, you know, that knee that bothers you on rainy days or, you know, that shoulder that's not as strong as it once was or whatever the issue is. And, uh, or even... Um, you know, that thing that causes you stress, like people have incidents that cause them pain and then they develop a, almost a PTSD kind of reaction where they get in that situation again and it makes them anxious. So, you know, anything we could do that, that actually prevents those incidents from happening the first time is worthwhile. Just, you know. The contests that really bug me uh, the most are actually the ones where they, they or not really contests, the rewards, Oh, well, you've hit 30 days or 50 days or whatever with no injuries reported. <laughs> well, they're not rewarding you for not getting hurt. They're rewarding th you for not reporting. They're rewarding you for not reporting. Yeah. Which we've talked about many times. They always say they care and they want you to report. But 
all these actions they take speak to the exact opposite. Well, right. You look at the at-risk employees program and they say, oh, we want you to report everything. Yeah. And yet they're, they're putting people in that program who've reported every minor injury, even if they never missed. Even the near misses. Never missed any work, never had anything more than like a Band-Aid, first aid uh, treatment. And yet they're put on the program because they reported six incidences in the last year. And then every... T- and yet whenever we talk to new people, we say report everything because mm-hmm. you never know if that thing that feels like a pulled muscle today is going to end up being a major injury a month from now and possibly causing you to not be able to work. And that seems to do countdowns. It's like 10 days until you we get get some big reward, nine days till we get some big reward, eight days till we get some big reward. It's usually just pizza or something. But they're basically telling everybody eight days and if you report something you're hosing over the depot yeah Yeah, you're hosing over all your friends all your coworkers are gonna get mad because you you cost them a pizza Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) when that dog bit me on the back of the leg i think it was on day 101 oh and i got a lot of people telling me that you know i'm really lucky i didn't screw up their pizza party (laughs) or i can't remember what the prize was that time but you know they were made they were made well aware that something was coming and if i would have got bit on day 99 it wasn't my fault at all even though the employer will tell you otherwise yeah, they definitely would have let people know that that was me that messed everything up for people. Uh, that uh, has always bothered me. To me, if you're discussing an injury or an incident or even a near miss, why do we need to say, say the person's name? Yeah, well, that, that should be private. that's another thing they don't do anymore. Usually they say a carrier, but they give you enough detail that most people know, especially if it's in your own depot, you well, know. Well, yeah, in a small facility, of course you're going to know. Like, if, Especially if you worked in a smaller post office and there's six of you, well, you all know who's not here today, right? Well, six is going to be unavoidable anyway, I think, but still. Um, So if you object to these programs and they bring stuff in, um, what can you really do about it? You can refuse to accept, but do they care? And it's still going to show up on your pay stub. It's still going to show up on your pay stub. I suppose you could officially ask them not to put it there because you didn't benefit from it. But I I don't know how much of a fight it would be to stop them from putting it on there or what you could really do about it or how you'd audit that or anything. I suppose you could take it to CRA and say it was fraudulent. Well, in theory you could, but <laughs> is anyone going to put in... I suppose if you got the... If you're in a small depot and they were spending 20 bucks on you every month, maybe the 240 by the end of the year would be enough to make that worth your while. Or the end of the year, I mean, would be enough to make it worth your while. I guess so. That's the thing. Who's going to really put in that much effort to do it? They should. As soon as you say, I don't want that, they should not be able to give it to you because you don't, it's a taxable benefit. If you don't get any benefit because you're not taking it, you should be able to refuse. I think ideally the best course of action is for everyone to refuse. Yeah, that's hard to do though. the piece is untouched. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to be a total jerk about it either because a lot of times the supervisors... Uh, generally think they're giving you a bonus or a treat and you should be happy and right. you look ungrateful. Um, it's not that you're un, not that I'm ungrateful that they want to reward you sometimes. Like sometimes they're sincere about it. They're just trying to do something nice for the depot. Um, and I don't want to throw it back in their face, but at the same time, I don't think they should be doing it and I'll just politely decline, but that doesn't really make a point in any way. No. And it- I'll tell as them why as, when they as ask. As far as everyone refusing, it sounds like a great idea, but we never know who might be in financial difficulties and might that might be their meal for the really day. They want the pizza, yeah. Yeah. But, and some people just like it. Sure. And some people can't resist a pizza or a donut. And I don't want to criticize them for that, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, if it was chocolate, I probably couldn't refuse. (laughs) So, yeah, and I've I've brought it up before, and uh, a lot of people will say, well, who cares? It cost me 30 cents on my paycheck or on my tax time or whatever. But if we turned all our donuts into raises, we're going to be getting, you know, $3 a month more. It's really hard to motivate people over that. It's more the principle because $3 a month month on your paycheck isn't much. $3 a month times the number of people in your depot into some health and safety initiative is something. But if you think about that, okay, so even if it's only like 35 bucks a year, at the end of your 30-year career, that's $1,000. True. (laughs) If that money, if you're just taking that money instead and put it in it, you'd have $1,000. Which is enough to put air conditioning in some of these vehicles. Sure, or throw a nice retirement party, or spend a week in Mexico. Yeah. Or <laughs> That's another thing, too. They have uh, they keep cutting back on it, but uh, now you just get little framed pictures for your five and ten years. I don't know what you get later or higher on. I think there's still a watch later on, or a pin. There was a watch. I don't know if they're still doing that. I think it's at 25 years. I don't know. I think. But I know one guy got his watch, and... Uh, not an incredibly special watch, according to him. I never saw it. But he got his pay stub, and it shows $300 in taxable benefits on it. So, For the watch. And who wears a watch anymore? No one. We all have phones. Yeah. He's, he, he never even well, put it, never even tried it on. He said he never even took it out of the box. But he's paying $100 in taxes on can this. Can he sell it? I don't know what he It'll did with it. At least get the tax money back? But yeah, it's like, thank you for your 30 years of service. Please pay $100 to the government. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and you don't have an option to refuse those at least. I don't know. Hmm. Um, they used to give prizes at I think, 10, 15, 20 years, all this stuff. I don't even know what they were. Now they just give framed pictures. Yeah. A, fam- a framed picture of a postage stamp. Yes. And it's I know. A number on it. Yeah. Lots of people have asked the supervisors that they don't want it. And they say they have no control. It just shows up at the depot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, okay. Well, <laughs> when it gets here, you can do what you want with it because I don't want it. Yeah, I always joke about, like, doing something with them because I have two sets of them because my husband is also a postal worker. And I'm like, I should, like, tile my a section of my bathroom with it or something, you know? <laughs> just just something dorky, you yeah, know? it's just junk to me. They don't even bother putting a decent frame on it. No, it's cheap. But, so, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's What's it good for? Yeah, paying the government, I guess. Yeah. That's what it's good for. I've never noticed. I wonder what those are worth. It's a, definitely a dollar store frame. And yeah. whatever it costs to print a staff, or a, a stamp, whatever a giant stamp, whatever it costs to print a stamp. So I'm thinking two bucks tops. The postage oh, is no, probably worth a lot more. I'm sure it's more than that on your pay stub. Oh, for sure. It's probably like eighty bucks. Like like I said, I never <laughs> saw this guy's watch, but he said it was definitely not a three hundred dollar watch. He right. uh, he looked it up online. I think he said it was worth like sixty or seventy bucks. And but they engraved it or something. They put congratulations in your twenty years. So they and, charged more in taxes on it than what it was actually worth. That's according to him. But anyway. That, yeah. Um, okay. Wow. But wouldn't a three hundred dollar bonus on your check have been nice? Yeah, that would have been nice. Rather than a watch that who knows how many people would ever want or use, everybody wants a three hundred dollar bonus. Well, that's often the problem with their rewards is that they're not, they don't recognize that people are individuals and don't all like the same thing. Yeah, that's like the that prize we, we donated to the Diabetes Society. That's, uh, they call it the Bravo program. They give you points and you get to go online and spend it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a little nicer. We got frying pans and gave them away. Yep. 
I feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, they could have given me 100 bucks. I would have just pocketed it and done nothing good with it. You wouldn't have given it to the summer snack program? No, would have gone to pure evil. Evil? Like, um... Hmm, I don't even want to imagine what that is. <laughs> Anyhow, um, incentive programs and contests and stuff. Do with them what you want, I guess. Just, um... Maybe just politely remind the employer that they could always have done something constructive with it. Yeah, and like, that doesn't like, show up on your pay stub. I would rather have seen this. Yeah. In the meantime, you can always send us an email and tell us what you'd rather have heard here. At overburdenpod at gmail.com. And maybe we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm.